What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast, a special edition of the Casual Big Ten Podcast. We are joined live by Cameron Johnson, wide receiver from the Northwestern Wildcats, leads the team in receptions, leads the team in touchdowns. He is second, I believe, in average yards per catch. Cam, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on. This is super exciting for me. I've, I've tried to get a couple players on. You're the first one that said yes. You're going to go down in podcasting history on this show as the first person. I'll always pay homage to you. Any Anytime I get a player on going forward, it's going to be because of you. You open the door for all the other players. That's what I like to hear. When I saw your tweet, I, I mean, I was definitely excited. Uh, and so it's something I, I was definitely not going to pass up on the opportunity to do. I really appreciate it, man. I got a couple of uh, people that I would uh, want to give a shout out to, if you will. Um, and they kind of have some questions. So I think that they'd like to hear from you, too. The first person is Tommy Hook. He was the one that was in the tweet uh, on Saturday night that said that you should come on the show. So I kind of got to give some credit to him, too. Um, big thank you to him. But he also wanted me to ask about your wide receivers coach. I think it's is it Tommy Reese. Is that right? Am I getting that right? Armand Benz. Okay. Okay. I think I just talked to him on the phone. He gave me a different name. So, but he wanted to know about the wide receiver coach. You have any words about that for Tommy? That was his specific question. Um, yeah. So coach Benz is a guy who, um, just got here in the spring. Exactly. Like probably around the same time I did. I mean, he, his, my official visit was like a week or two into him living, getting here. He had, didn't have a house yet. Family wasn't here or anything like that. So uh, we both came in. It was kind of new for both of us, but I feel like he's done a great job of really pushing me. Um, as a six-year guy, I think that a lot of guys sometimes can sort of think, oh, I've got things figured out. Um, I just want to come here and play and do it my way. But I think he's done a good job of, especially playing since he played in the NFL um, and he played at Cincinnati. He's played it. He's done everything that I want to do. Um, he's done a really good job of pushing me to be the best player I could possibly be. Um, and just finding small things in my game that have, have pushed me to the next level and, and also made our, our whole receiver room better this year. I think we're all on pace to have record years. Um, and so it's it's something that we're really excited about. We love Coach Benz. That's awesome. Um, wide receiver room, I feel like, is underrated in the conference right now. You guys have a great core. Um, you got a great core of guys all around. That includes another guy named Cam. It's Cam Porter. The reason I bring that up is because the second question comes from my son, who is also named Cam. We were watching the Wisconsin game. Uh, I think it was, well, that was the second to last game a couple weeks ago. And he asked me who I was cheering for. And I said, I'm cheering for the purple team because they got two cams on the team. And he got super excited, wanted to know what numbers you guys were so he could keep an eye on you while we were watching. He's six years old. And he wanted to ask you specifically, is your helmet heavy when you're playing football? <laughs> um, I'll say there's some helmets that are heavier than others. And that's one thing that we really look at whenever we're um... – trying on different helmets whenever we pick our helmets for the season. Um, I know that for me personally, I think you get used to it. I mean, you do a lot of lifting the weight room, uh, a lot of neck workouts. And so um, over that time, the helmet gets a little bit less heavy. But I remember when I was a kid, the first couple of days, my my neck was always sore um, and my head would get sore just from having the helmet on so, so long. So yeah, it's a little bit heavy for sure. <laughs> I got my high school helmet in my office up here and he's picked it up a couple of times. So I think, and that's from you know, early 2000s, he's probably thinking like, man, yeah. this thing is, how do you play with this thing on your head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotten a little bit lighter since since then. I mean, I remember when I was young, they definitely used to be a lot heavier, so. For sure. I wanted to ask a little bit about your background. You've been at three colleges now, and you went from Vandy 
which is where you were in high school, this area, the Nashville area where I'm at right now as well. And then you went out to Arizona State and then you came to Northwestern this year. I'm kind of curious how that path like wound up that way. Why Northwestern after the first four years? Um, so I would say, you know, my first, I mean, my first year of college, of course, um, was able to play and in, in get my first career start in game four. Just so happened that I broke my ankle that year as well. So didn't really get to have the year that I wanted, but it also gave me a red shirt year that I'm using now. Um, and then had a decent year, sophomore year, started that year. Junior year, I had my best year to date with catches um, and yards. Um, in nine games, I was around like 550 or 600 yards, something like that. Um, and so my ju- my senior year, I was really thinking like, okay, I'm going to have a good year this year. I get 12 games this year. Hopefully I can go for 800, 1,000 yards um, and maybe go to the league. Uh, we got a new coaching staff, new offensive coordinator. is my fourth offensive coordinator in four years. I'm on six and six now. Um, and so just didn't necessarily have the year that I wanted. Um, knew that Vanderbilt was in a rebuilding, a little bit of a rebuild. Um, and I realized like I, I've got – a year or two left. I really wanted it to be one. So it was time for me to, um, to sort of go and do my own thing. Um, and so I went to ASU and then, you know, it was sort of a tough year there as well with losing coach Herm in the middle of the season, um, changing offenses in the middle of the season, things like that. Um, and so I was like, I didn't want to go out on that, that way. Um, and I didn't know how the, the future looked sort of NFL wise, just because I had had a down year I, since my junior year, I hadn't been having as good years. Um, but I knew that I still had the itch to play. I love football and I wanted to give myself the best chance I possibly could to go to the NFL. And so as soon as I got in portal, um, Riley Lee's our receiver GA called, like reached out to me that day. Um, and ever since then, I was just sort of locked into to Northwestern. They were really uh, intentional about reaching out to my mom, making sure she felt comfortable, especially with me going through the transfer process before and it not being great. Um, and she's super important to me. So it sort of felt like home the moment I got here um, on my official. And I would say that it's been a really good, a really good decision for me. I mean, I'm having a really good year and um, I think I've set myself up to, to have a chance to go play at the next level. So absolutely. You're having a great year right now. Offense is having a great year all around. I am curious though, going into the season, you talked about the coaching change that took place like this summer. Um not exactly like what was happening inside the locker room, but outside of outside of the team, the expectations for Northwestern, to put it bluntly, were very low. I saw people saying maybe winless, maybe one or two wins. And so going into that seat going into this season, and now we're sitting here, you're bowl eligible, you guys have six wins. What has it been like now inside the locker room that you've exceeded everybody else's expectations? Were you guys already there this summer or are you just as surprised as everybody else on the outside? Um, I'll say the first couple of days, I think we were down a little bit. Um, we were definitely sort of didn't know what to do. But I think that where I give credit to Coach Braun is is that he just came in and was like, we're going to flush it. We're not going to think about that. We're going to have the best season that we possibly can. Um, and from that moment forward, I think the coaching staff and the players alike were just really rooted into that. We found our purpose. We found that uh, the only way we were going to come together and have a year that we all wanted to have was to sort of forget about the outside expectations, realize that the only thing that really mattered was inside that locker room. And I think that that's why we've been able to get better throughout the season. I mean, every week we come in and we talk about where we can get better. We have a lot of accountability on the team um, and, and we just practice and, and go to work every day. Um, and so it's, while, while the outside might not have thought so, I feel like 
after we had that talk with Coach Braun that we were all really dialed into the fact that, like, this is still going to be a good year for us and, and we have a chance to go write a great story. And um, it's not done yet, but I think that it's off to a pretty good start. It's off to a great start. You guys, like I just said, won your sixth game this past weekend against Purdue. You're bowl eligible now. I was looking up some bowl projections, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts. If you were being selfish, I saw a pinstripe bowl. I saw a quick lane bowl, which I think would be awesome because I'm from the Detroit, Michigan area. Not Detroit, but I'm from the Michigan area, so that would be great. And then the best one I saw was the Music City Bowl, and I think that that would be amazing to come back and play at Nissan um, if that's the bowl, first of all, which bowl do you want to go to? And secondly, if that's the one, where are we meeting up after you guys go get that win at Nissan? <laughs> um, I would say, I think the one we want the most is probably, we want to go somewhere warm weather, honestly. I okay. Mean, think, especially <laughs> these guys, they're about to have a, a super long winter, uh, being out here in Chicago and it's going to be cold. So, uh, Vegas or somewhere like that. I think me personally would like Vegas yes. only because, I think it would be cool to come back to Nashville and sort of have like a full circle moment. My last college game, be in Nashville in front of all of my fans uh, and, and family that are down there. Um, but at the same time, like you can't be getting to go, getting to go to Vegas for free. Yeah. Um, and I'd been wanting to go for a while, so it'd be nice to have it paid for. Uh, but if it is, if it does happen in, in music city, mm, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been back to Nashville in a while, so we probably have to go get some good food. Okay. Uh, maybe some Slim and Husky, something like that, you know, down the one down on Broadway. Okay. There's a yeah. there's a Justin Timberlake club called uh, 1230 now. Have you been back to that? That's a, that's a pretty good spot. They got some good food there, too. We can meet up Do there. They? Yes. I've heard it was really good, but I haven't gotten to go there. So maybe maybe that's the spot to go to. Okay. All right. We'll have to we'll have to book that after you guys get that win. All right. I wanted Perfect. to dig into some uh, more more football stuff specifically. Uh, Coach Bajakin, offensive coordinator. I've been loving what he's been doing this year. One of the plays that I really wanted to ask you specifically about because you were on the field for it, it wasn't a touchdown pass for you, but it was the overtime Minnesota play when you were you were in the slot, you ran like, uh, you call it a slant or maybe a deep drag, and when you came across the field, you got like four guys on you. What were you thinking at that time? Did you know that Charlie was going to be wide open, and did you know that was game right when you came across the field? Take me through that play, man. Yeah, it was a play that, I mean, we had practiced it since probably week one or two of camp. I mean, we have, we had a couple plays that were similar to that, but when he called it, I'm like, okay, this is either going to be a touchdown or, or Ben's going to get sacked. Like, it's one of those plays where you know that it's all or nothing almost. And once I started running the route and I'm sitting here, I'm like, there's so many guys around me. And I just look back and I see Charlie wide open and I, I was super excited. Um, I think when we were going to line up, I'm like, yeah, we're probably going to score here. I think me and uh Bryce Kurtz talked about it and was like well this is the one we're about to go win this so that was amazing man that was like awesome moment and that was one of those wins where like I I had predicted you guys to win more than everybody else did I thought you were gonna win four or five this year so when you got that big win I felt really good about myself I was able to get on Twitter and kind of you know toot my own horn a little bit so I was jacked for you guys it was a great win uh and the play call was just amazing uh on that specific one another play call I want to ask you specifically about just this weekend against Purdue um, you're lined up, not in the slot this time. You're the outside guy, and the corner immediately blitzed. I'm wondering, do you and Ben have like a hot call or like a something that's was that? First of all, was that the play? And secondly, um, what were you thinking when you saw the corner blitz and you knew that Ben and you were going to connect right there? 
Yeah, so it was something we had practiced literally all week. Like we talked about, like if they go corner blitz, there's a good chance that the safety has to come down the way that they play it. And uh, I remember the first the first day we watched their film, Coach Benz was like, if you see this look, I want you to scream out what we call cat is corner blitz. Um, and he said, you're going to make one guy miss and you're going to go score, Cam. And so it was something like every day that week, they would give me a look and they wouldn't tell me when it was coming, but I'd have to scream it out as loud as I could. Um, and some days it'd be a little more obvious than others. Well, it just so happened that in the game, I, I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I see the corner like peeking inside and the safety sort of typically been to the fake crap. And I'm, that's when I'm like, this is about to happen. Um, and then I hear the guys on the sideline, like all the quarterbacks, all the sidelines screaming, cat, cat, cat. So I'm like, okay, I'm about to, I'm about to get it. Um, and then it was just like Coach Benz and Coach Jake had said. I, I made one guy miss and was able to, to take it to the house. So, so that was so that wasn't intentionally supposed to go to you at that moment. It's when he started hearing that cat call. Then he he like looked over. Yeah, and we it. yeah we had a totally different play called. Okay, totally play. that's yeah. so awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. Great move on that play. Uh, as soon as you made that move, I was like, "All right, he's gone right there. It's gonna be a big lead now, man." What did that? What's it feel like in the open field? Are you, are you looking up at? I don't know. I don't know how the field is set up there. Was there a jumbotron up there? Are you looking up at that, or are you just like, "Please don't trip"? <laughs> uh, there was a jumbotron in front of me, but the way that it ours is set up, like from the field, it's cut off a little bit, so I couldn't. I couldn't really see. A lot of times, if if there's a big jumbotron in front of me, though, I'll definitely look. Um, but all that's going on in my mind is just like. Don't get caught. Don't get tackled. Like both of those things. Don't get hawked down and don't get tackled. <laughs> yeah, because then you'll hear about it for the rest of the week if you get hawked, especially at film. Uh, speaking exactly. of film, this week coming up, big game against Illinois. Um, I don't want you to give away anything, obviously, but I know you've probably watched some tape on them. What can we expect to see from you specifically in the offense against that Illinois defense who's been playing, especially the last four weeks, really well? Yeah, they are really well. I think they have a really good – um, front seven, a really good uh, defensive line that allows them to create a lot of pressure. Um, and then they have a good variety of defensive backs who um, like to play man coverage, like to sort of say it's going to be my guys versus yours and my front seven is going to get to you before you're able to get open. So I think that for the receivers and for the offense, it's going to be a day where if we come in and we win our one-on-ones and, and do what we've been doing all year, we'll be able to have a good, a good, uh, a good game um, and walk out of there with the win. But um, if we don't sort of trust our technique and and run good routes, then Illinois is going to be able to sort of slow us down, and it's going to be a, a back and forward dogfight type of game. Did you know that there? I didn't know this until this week when I started doing research on uh, the upcoming games. Trophy game this weekend, Land of Lincoln Trophy. Did you know? Be honest. Did you know about that trophy before you came to Northwestern? No, I didn't. I was <laughs> I was doing media the other day, and they were they were asking me about the game and I was trying to say like, Oh yeah, it's time to get the hat back. But I didn't know what it was called until, <laughs> until like yesterday. So no, I didn't. I'll be honest. That's the same day I learned about it. Cause that's when I started doing my research and I was like, land a Lincoln trophy. And the trophy is actually sweet though. It looks, it's it cool. Yeah. I remember Saturday night I asked Bryce, I'm like, uh, what's the name of this rivalry? He was like, uh, land a Lincoln. I'm like, okay. You learn something new every day, I guess. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. After the season, we talked about bowl game. Obviously, you guys are going to be doing that uh, towards the end of December. Um, you got this one last uh, regular season game. What's your offseason going to look like? What's the next step for Cam Johnson? Um, I think that over the next next couple of weeks and, and leading after the bowl game, I'm going to have to sort of find an agent, figure out where I'm training, things like that. Um, 
And then any all-star games, if I get invited, of course, playing those. Um, and then it'll come down to just preparing for this, for the pro day, which I feel like is one of the biggest days of, of your life. If you're, if you have NFL dreams. Um, and so hoping to have a good pro day. And then after, um, after that, I guess we'll see, we'll see where football takes me. Awesome, man. Well, I know you got one big fan in my son. You got a second big fan in myself. Now, anybody that's listening to this, well, I'll be cheering for you the next two games. We'll be cheering for you in the offseason. Hopefully everything works out with you and we are able to see you play on Sundays. That'd be fantastic. His name is Cam Johnson. Cam, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate having you. Best of luck this weekend. Best of luck in the bowl game. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. I really I enjoyed it. So thank you. All right, man. You have a good one. You too.